listening to Sidewalk Confessionals. My name is Jeremy. My name is Dylan. I think my name's Hunter, but I'm honestly not sure right now. Uh, how are you guys today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm great. A little giddy, yeah. A little giddy? Yeah. My finger away. hurts. Oh. Why? How? I cut it on the hinge what? to yeah, its what last did door. You do? Okay. Yeah. That's... Very specific. I like it. <laughs> I was wiping it with Windex and the hinge was unbelievably sharp. <laughs> okay. Uh, so guys, today we're going to talk about hobbies. hobbies. I think, yeah, we all have hobbies. A lot of us have the same hobbies. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Well, actually, actually, we're not going to talk about hobbies yet because this is telling me that I have to introduce you. <laughs> I have to introduce you guys. That'd probably be good. They've never met us. Yeah, they've never met you guys. Um, how long have you two known each other? Because you guys are old. You guys are. You oh, guys have known old. each other. We're fucking yeah. <laughs> you guys have known each other longer than I've known either of you. Sixth grade, I think. So. Fifth. Somewhere around there, like 12. I shot him in the eye with a BB gun. That's how we met. Yeah, that was a good story. <laughs> Twelve years. Twelve years. Twelve years of pain. I'd say thirteen, but yeah, he shot me with a BB gun <laughs> right in the eye. He like, shot a stranger from like, from like two hundred feet. Like it was a good shot. He shot a stranger with a BB gun. You weren't wearing a mask. Well, I didn't know I needed to. I was a stranger. We were at a. Fi- we were. You were fighting Marvin and Mike from a ac- from across. There was like a yard in the middle, and then there was Dylan's yard, and then they were their yard, and they were yeah, shooting we over over the neighbor's yard at each other. And I went over there with my airsoft gun and popped Dylan right in the eye. I had from built like, like a barricade against my fence line with like pallets. Yeah. And was like peeking over, and we were like shooting across this person's yard. Like that was the middle ground, like the trenches, like trench warfare. Like the like, like the no man's land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That yard was no man's land except it was crazy bird lady yeah it was crazy bird lady i'm glad she didn't walk outside <laughs> get caught in the crossfire god damn it i've known oh god how long eighth, have i known eighth since eighth grade yeah and then i've known Dylan. well i met you the summer right before eighth grade but we didn't become friends until ethan's party like two months into eighth grade yeah Oh god! I when I tripped Bobbert and knocked him on. That's yeah, right. <laughs> god damn it, Bobbert! And then I met Dylan like a year later. So, yeah. Yeah, it was it was that summer when he came to stay with me. That was when you were still chubby. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> we were all chubby. So I mean, I mean, I'm still chubby. I I, I wasn't a hit. I was just saying. <laughs> I'm slightly pudgy. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start this off with downtime. Uh, Dylan, we'll start with you. What uh, what, uh, what is uh. What's like? What's your definition of downtime? <laughs> downtime is like any anything that you can do outside of your normal schedule, like work or school, whatever it is that you do. So, anything that you do to fill time outside to relieve stress or just to buy time, really, I think is what downtime is to me. All right, Hunter. Hunter. I just keep thinking of D&D from, like, the Dungeon Master standpoint. All I read about downtime is the phrase for use between campaigns on how to fill the extra time. You roll, you roll dice. That's yeah, you, nice. da- downtime to me is, in both sense, Dungeon Master term and my life is just rolling dice. Because my downtime is mostly spent creating stuff for the D&D campaign. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah I think I... I kind of agree with dylan on on that one it's just like it's however you can fit like time to yourself within your your normal day-to-day schedule yeah it's you time um so how do you guys like to spend your downtime i play video games a lot um uh, i have various projects that i get into um planning the farm and brewing mead yeah i mean those are two of the things that have been happening more recently that take up a lot of my time getting stung by bees a lot of bees there's a lot of bee stings but 
That's good. That's good. For those of you who don't know, he's a beekeeper. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm a beekeeper. Hi, I'm Dylan. <laughs> um, this is my first time here. Yeah. yeah. And as I said, most of my downtime is pretty much creating things for two different D&D worlds that I'm building slowly at the same time. And yeah. then what's not doing that is watching like Cutthroat Kitchen and stuff with Kate. Yeah, he's, he watches a lot of Cutthroat Kitchen. Really Cutthroat does. Kitchen is lit. <laughs> Did they the always forget say. the eggs? I'm so angry. Every time they have to make a breakfast item, someone forgets the fucking eggs. He always gets hung up on the breakfast item. Like every time he talks about cutthroat kitchen. How is there a breakfast item with how do you make a breakfast burrito without eggs? What makes it a breakfast burrito at that point? I mean, yeah, I mean eggs are the only defining factor because every other ingredient can just be in a regular burrito. Exactly. Yeah. And then, like, there was, like, three other ep- episodes. We're derailing in towards food right now. <laughs> really are. There were, like, three other episodes that had to do with uh, breakfast items that they just kept forgetting the fucking eggs. One of them was an egg sandwich, and someone forgot the eggs. Are we Are we allowed to, like, are there rules to this? Are we allowed to curse and stuff like that? Have you not listened to this podcast before? <laughs> okay, I was just making sure that I wasn't doing anything wrong. No, so, so... I'm gonna put the video. I mean, I'm gonna put the video. So this is the first one. I forgot to say in the beginning. This is the first one that's on YouTube. Hi guys, there's a camera over there. Hey, you are live from my room. Literally, when I'm not like working. Well, I don't work right now, like the people on the podcast know. Um, Yeah, I don't currently have a job. But if I did have a job, most of my downtime would be spent like researching, uh, like you know techniques like videography photography techniques podcasting techniques all that kind of stuff um i also i tend to get myself into a lot of things so like and but not not completing any of them but not completing any yeah, I'm, of them. i'm the same way or yeah. like when we lived in the same city in our downtime were things like creating the arc rifle uh dylan so what are some of your hobbies like two or three four maybe two to four two to four two to four okay um hobbies uh Probably the thing that I do the most outside of work or school or other things like that. I, I play a lot of video games, and Hunter does too. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's something that I can quickly get into that helps me relieve stress, you know, whether it's a, a single-player game that gets me into a storytelling mood or, like, learning something. Like, a lot of the new games have actual facts in them and stuff like that yeah or like multiplayer where i can just can destroy noobs and <laughs> newbies. Or assassin's creed which is also a learning experience about history if you listen to my first part i said story mode i know single player i, I know but that's had facts in them. you never listen i don't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's probably one of my my number one things other than that uh we're all in the same D group um hunter here is our our dm hunter is an excellent dm he is a number one dm you should contact him and tell him to dm your group too that way he never has any time <laughs> i'll do it i have no self-control <laughs> um so that's another thing that we do uh i am starting a farm and i'm a beekeeper so i do both of those i think those would be hobbies because yeah. I'm not making money from yeah, either one of them yet. Hobbies at this point. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It, hopefully both of those turn into a career. <laughs> but we'll see. He has a bomb-ass emblem or logo, whatever. What do you call it? It's a logo. Yeah, yeah. it's a logo. I, I don't know the difference. I don't know the difference either, but I'm calling it a logo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he actually has like one of those little pop holder things on his phone with his logo. Well, on that was it. on my old phone. I still have my case somewhere. I need to find it. Um, but yeah, I did have one of those pop. Pop, Hold, socket. pop sockets that had an emblem on it. Yeah, it was stupid. Um, and I also have just gotten recently into uh, making mead. So I am making my first batch right now. 
it's awesome it's like a weekend it's doing fun stuff <laughs> hasn't blown up yet so that's important yeah bubbling away bubbling away yeah so yeah just like that <laughs> <laughs> all right hunter what are some of your hobbies two to four well two of, i would put D into two of my hobbies I, because i think that's underestimating the, yeah probably <laughs> i spend we do four like if he's not f- at work he's doing something we do for dnd four to five hour sessions try usually the once a week the yeah the last, last one was, was five and a half hours to six hours five and a half excluding the break um but uh so i will there's my entire saturday my my saturday i work at 9 a.m to 8 p.m but i told my boss that i played dnd on saturday and i have to leave early for he that he weaseled out of going to work until so eight on saturdays like, yeah that's fine so i leave at six i get home and by 6 30 we've started our campaign and then five hours after that we finish up and then i go to bed and i go to work the next day so my entire saturday is work in dnd and then throughout the week, I probably spend ten to twenty hours, depending on how much needs to be how much needs work needs to be done before the next session, planning yeah, the world. Job. Yeah, it's it's pl- planning the whole world um, uh, for those next sessions to make sure it's as engaging and tr- real to the players as possible. When I'm not doing that, I'm either playing PS4 with Dylan here, which usually the only time I'm actually on PS4 is if Dylan's playing. Um, because other than that, Katie takes the controller and likes to play Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you, you did that yeah. to her, though. I did. She that loves your it. fault. <laughs> I enjoy watching, so it's okay. Katie's his girlfriend, by the way. The, um... <laughs> and then, uh... I mean, there are a lot of other hobbies that I have that I just don't have the time to get into because of D&D or uh, separation from these two guys well, that's here. that's actually a further question, you know, if you would read the script. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Like, we used to play a lot of airsoft and stuff like that and i like to get back into that there's airsoft just no, paintball, no fields but, nearby anymore yeah yeah all right well we have one here we have one here in jacksonville yeah it's pretty much either D video games or watching disney movies with katie that makes you like the world's biggest nerd yeah congratulations yeah, it really does yeah. that's awesome yeah <laughs> jeremy back to you yeah back to me uh hobbies uh, like I said, I have tons of hobbies. Like I just get into like tons of stuff all at the same time. My main two to four that you yeah. actively yeah, are engaged hobbies. in right now. My main hobbies right now. The biggest one is this is the podcast. Right. Um, and anyone who's watching on YouTube right now will know that this is the first one right that the right this second. This is the first live one. Stream. We're live that, but that, not live. We're live but not live. We're alive. Magic of the the magic of the internet. Um, <laughs> We are, uh, yeah, this, so this is the first one that has video, so that's going to take, you know, like, more time editing, um, all kinds of stuff like that, more time with setup. I don't know why he decided to do the first one when he visited out of his home territory, but... Because you guys are awesome, and my studio is really boring to look at. I mean, mine is very messy. Yeah. It's not a studio, it's, it's just, it's just my hear, office. If they could hear you through the helmet, I really wanted you to wear the the stormtrooper helmet yeah we tried wearing things before on video i know they won't be able to hear you through it so caleb was like no you can't we can't hear you just take the mask off (laughs) that's how he that's how he sounds in all the podcasts you guys can agree with me all i hear is (laughs) when caleb (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm sorry caleb i'm just making a joke and jumping on the bandwagon dylan's the real asshole oh i I was just kidding i was (laughs) we love you yeah so my biggest hobby right now is it's definitely the podcast. Uh, another one of mine is a big one is photography. Mm-hmm. I actually, I actually got into this whole world of like creative stuff with like electronic devices, the internet, whatever, uh, through photography. Mm-hmm. So that was like my first foray into like creating anything kind of artistic. Right. 
not autistic artistic artistic yeah artistic. it's important to know the difference with an r I made that mistake <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> and demonetized <laughs> um lost all three sponsors yep all three, three. Wow. no we have no sponsors please sponsor us you have three actually because me caleb and dylan will sponsor as soon as the video is uploaded <laughs> but you lose all three of them for that joke ah oh, damn it <laughs> It wasn't even my joke. <laughs> um, I don't know. Another one. I'm oh, sorry. No, I was going to say I'm going to make a comment where I'm only going to continue being a sponsor as long as Dylan's never showed in a video again because of the joke. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, the other big one is uh, is climbing. Uh, we are. I am actually working on writing another um, uh, podcast on climbing, and I think I might do a video on like introductory climbing like intro to all the equipment and stuff you like that you want to climb the app don't you the what the app the app the app trail the app i want to climb the you app trail climb the entire well i mean part of it there are there, there are, are climbing parts i do want to do i'm sorry i'm sorry not climb hike he wants to hike it i do want to ike i do want to hike the uh i like ike we're back in the 50s boat ike yeah. or 40s 50s know your timeline 50s. Just wait till Assassin's Creed gets there. It'll, it'll be there eventually. They said they'd never do that time period because it's too controversial and too dark. Okay. Continue. That was a tangent and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we went through like seven topics there real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, climbing. Uh, I am currently working on writing another uh, podcast episode um, talking about just like maybe one type of climbing or I might actually uh, get some facts together and talk about how climbing is working in the the olympics and all of that stuff because they have like a weird mixed format climbing thing that it's it's fucking weird so you're gonna do one talking about what they're doing there or like yeah kind of i don't know i'm still writing the episode <laughs> you're getting a sneak peek here on sidewalk confessionals episode 14 1476 just a it. lot of them were deleted because they were terrible <laughs> We were the cause of every single one of them. Oh, my God. This is our 37th take of this episode, if you didn't know. We've been here for hours. <laughs> We've been here for seven, seven days. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, how important are your hobbies to you? Uh, they're pretty important to me. I would have to say that if I didn't have the current things that I do, like video games or D&D to relieve stress, that I would probably be a lot more depressed than i am now but <laughs> i mean it's just a way to quickly relieve stress like when i get off at work i come home and i'll play some video games before bed and that's just, just something to quickly get me off like my mind off of what i've been doing that day and the yeah crap that i've had to deal with so i mean if i didn't have those it would be probably a pretty shitty life so i'd say they're pretty important hunter uh for me the reason why D is such a big part because it helps me a lot with my anxiety because uh, falling back on, uh, for instance, the campaign that you two are in, uh, falling back onto that. And the reason why I spent so much time into it is one, to give you guys a really great experience because seeing my players happy makes me happy, but also because it's a world and a story, um, a, a world and story that I have almost utter control over. And the lore of it is of my design. It comes from my head. It gives not only gives me a chance to uh, express free thought and everything like that and design and stuff but it also gives me something that at least during the uh, uh, creation part of it there is not going to be stress or unexpectedness it's something that I have control over it brings um, 
It's like a metaphor for your life. Exactly. It, it, it allows me to have more of an influence and feel like, okay, if I can control this, then controlling, then not having control over other things in life isn't so bad because I have this world uh, that I can go back to and then I can always write in and that I can come up. Like I actually have uh, like the outline for a few short stories in, in this world that you guys are playing in from other people that you guys are going to meet, other NPCs that I've completed. You like, don't know we're going to meet them. Short stories. <laughs> you will meet them. Short. <laughs> uh, like like short. E- even if you don't meet them though, there's other NPCs that I got kind of attached to and I wrote short stories about their life. Um, uh, just sort of a fun thing and that that act of creation and almost that act of control helps dial down when I'm feeling re- really anxious from either work or specifically right now family and stuff like that. Yeah. That that uh, that control allows me to calm my anxiety because it's something that I do have utter control over. Right. Until the session happens. Right. And, and then, then the players the take it completely where I don't want it to go. But it's awesome because it's always unexpected. Cobalt are improvised weapons. Cobalt are improvised. Exactly. <laughs> no, but the uh, the unexpectedness of D and D and the the collab and the collaborative storytelling is something that really helps me specifically with depression just because it's it is it's telling a story with your friends. It's just everyone in this case sitting around a digital table, usually a regular table, but telling the story with your friends. It's 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 an act of engagement that is more felt than done and it's something that's really important to me nice i like that answer yeah, that was very deep that was that was a good one yeah i felt, I felt it in my heart um, my heart of hearts <laughs> your uh, eldenari yeah. your eldenari yeah. my my hobbies are extremely important to me if i didn't have like what would you have like yeah like hunter and dylan said it's just a it's it's like a creative outlet it's like it's it's super uh what's the word i'm looking for Therapeutic. There's actually a word for it. Um, I'll think of it. Like seven years from now, he won't. Yeah. He'll come back to. It. He's like, oh, the that's opposite the opposite of repressive. Yeah. Oppressive. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, now you're confusing with uh, current events. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> and demonimized. Demonimized. <laughs> hey, I didn't oh. say which side. It's the. <laughs> and there goes the other one. <laughs> But yeah, if I didn't have like a creative outlet or something like that, I would, you know, I think all of us kind of struggle with depression and anxiety and yeah. that's just a lot it's of, a mil- it's a lot of people. Anxiety. Yeah. It's just, it's almost it's, like if you don't pay people enough to live, that societal depression starts breaking out. Yeah. And they share it amongst each other because almost. everybody's in the same boat. Like right. it's a direct correlation. And this is the part of the story where everything goes dark. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I would, you know, I would kind of succumb to all of that if i just didn't have a way to express creatively my mind is always racing on like creative ideas too and if i just didn't have a way to like actually make those things exist in like real life like tactile things i would yeah like i spent 20 hours this week thinking of a secret society I'm actually thinking of a secret society for my book. Did you read the? Did you listen to the episode where I read the first chapter? I did. I did. Re, uh, I did listen to that yeah. episode, and then when we talked about it, I went back and re-listened to it because of that. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Secret society. Secret society. I have actually spent. I was supposed to be preparing for another session a couple weeks ago. Um, it was actually one of. It was. It was one of your sessions with. Like uh, one? Yeah, it was you and Gabe still playing when you're oh, still, okay. when you're still playing as Onyx. Um, still uh, one of the sessions had me stuttering a lot, solely because I had nothing planned for it. Because I started writing about an NPC, you guys 
probably won't meet for like another 10 levels like really fucking far in the future and and he was connect and i wanted him to be connected to something else something that you'd have the chance to interact with if you guys wanted to go down that path and i spent i i kid you not 22 hours <laughs> going in depth into this organization that i honestly doubt you guys will ever have anything to do with <laughs> I have. You don't know that for sure. I have five pages in my notebook, handwritten. Twenty-two hours only got you five pages. Yeah, because I also had stuff on OneNote. I have like charts and stuff. But I have five (laughs) pages of breaking down about this organization into my notebook, and I honestly don't think that you guys that's ever going to become important enough for you guys to even access that information. But I have a bunch of things throughout the world like that. (laughs) Well, there you go. Nice. Do you think it's important for everyone to have a, a hobby? Yeah, like like we've been mentioning so far, I think that it's a definite um, like stress reliever. Yeah. And in a, a day and age where there's just so much stress built up through mediocre jobs and mediocre relationships and just everything in life that just constantly battering you down, these things are... I think they actually are meant to like the companies that come out with all these different hobbies and stuff like that, or are the companies that lead these hobbies definitely know that that's why people get into it. And so they kind of play on that and they just know that it's just good marketing. It's just good marketing that they're doing to make sure that people continue to do them because they know that it's such a big deal. Otherwise everybody just be gone shooting themselves. Not that I'm ad- advertising for that. Don't do that. The um, no, but yeah, it's it's very important for everyone to have hobbies. Like you guys, were, like uh, Dylan was saying, it's it's a it's a it's a means of escape, and especially in today's world and our political climate, um, having the having I'm not going into politics, but we are talking about hobbies and how they are an escape. And for me, at least, with how dark things have been getting, my hobbies are ever more important because I, as much as I want to, I can't change the state that people the horrible state that people some people are living in but i can have that effect i mean you are changing the state that people are living in i mean like brian and everybody are saying like a small number of people yeah and 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 remember every one person you can help is still one more person you're helping yeah it's a even Um, a small impact makes waves but uh yeah i think trademark (laughs) uh and for those of you that are interested or thinking about being interested in dnd i highly recommend it it is dnd pathfinder whatever you want to do uh if you have friends that are interested i am actually um (laughs) but uh yeah I'm, i'm holding a dungeon master workshop in boone are you actually? Yeah. Oh, that's um, awesome. I have, a, I have a lot of. I don't know why he didn't mention that on a yeah. on his hobby list. I should have mentioned that, but yeah, I'm currently planning a dungeon master workshop to help other aspiring DMs specifically that I've been helping. Um, but it's, it's. Are you gonna be charging for that? No. No. Wow. Uh, we're gonna be. I would do it free for a little while until like you. I mean, if it gets big enough and I have to rent a place, then yeah, I'll charge just to <laughs> offset it. But really. Introducing people into something that allows them to escape, I feel, um, since I have the ability to do so, and I've been doing it a lot, I've got a lot of people into, specifically 5e D&D over the past couple years, um, being able to show them there is a way to escape, to feel better, at least for a short period of time, and to make those joint storytelling, it's my responsibility to do so if I can, because it is it is really therapeutic to have that storytelling moment with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
therapeutic. And also in uh, on on the thing with like the dark climate, you know, sometimes it's harder to do so in the real world. World, but in in word. D word, yeah, in in D and D, you know, if if you see something going wrong, as an adventurer with the power that you hold, you can stop it. Or you can walk away and let that bear get yeeted across the room. Yeah, exactly. That just like <laughs> happened. Or you can just go up and stab the offender right in the face, which is a really therapeutic act in and of itself. Not in real life. Not in real life. I mean, it could be, but it's also not a good thing. It is illegal to stab someone in the face, regardless of if it's justified. Demonetized. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think everyone needs to have needs to have some kind of outlet and hobbies are they're just like if you don't have one, you should you should get into it, whether it's an outdoor sport like the traditional ones or like archery or anything like that or you could do indoor stuff like D&D or video games which I mean par- I highly recommend archery as well archery's good archery's good archery's good yeah you could get into crafting like craftsmanship different things woodworking metalworking yeah uh, you could do things like uh, with resin casting and and remember, if you don't have the money for a forge, Jeremy here does a lot of uh, heat smith. He, he, he likes to smith actually using the forge and stuff like that, which is great. But you can also, a lot of people don't realize this, there are certain things that you can craft metal-wise, replication-wise, without heat. Um, I or do with very little heat with like yeah. a $10 propane torch. Yeah, I, I do a lot of cold, or I used to do a lot of cold smithing. I want to get back into it. I still have the anvil I stole from you. Yeah, the I railroad know. tie. The yeah. railroad tie. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an anvil, <laughs> but uh, it's partially it's, flattened it's, on top. But yeah, kind of that shape. <laughs> <laughs> that, that grinder almost killed you. <laughs> that, that's a story for another time. Yeah, no, that time, yeah, we'll. I'll, I'll tell that at the end. Actually, that'll be my something random. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what my something random is gonna be. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, what are some of your? Mm, yeah, we have time. What are some of your interests, like other than your hobbies? Interest being like things that I'm interested in and getting into. Not interested in like getting into, but just like I don't know, like things that you like. <laughs> things that you things that you like to like read about or research or anything like that that isn't like one of your hobbies. I mean, obviously, related. obviously, yeah. If it's related, then that I mean, that I, works I, too. I watch a good amount of YouTube. I mean, YouTube is the place to be if you want to learn how to do anything. That's very uh, true. Um, like everything that I know how to do, I've learned from YouTube because yes. school is not the only option. Um, <laughs> demonetized. Um, so I watched a lot of YouTube on uh, like universities farming. are going to strip you of everything you own. <laughs> they really are. They really are. There you steal their money. Right, because they need any more. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube on... Uh, like how to grow different things because I'm really interested in uh, sustainable living sustainable living really because I think that if we don't do it then literally our only option at this point. really only our only option so I think Not all our of you only option but well, community I, gardens or neighborhood sharing either option sustainable it's sustainable living <laughs> but I'm just saying that if really the only thing that's not sustainable living is the current yeah if you are friends with your neighbors convince everyone to all get vegetable or fruit gardens and then just you don't need a whole lot of room if you look up urban urban farming you can literally use your front yard and even if you don't use it all there's people making hundreds of thousands of dollars on a couple thousand square feet of farmable land. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you don't have that, you grow carrots, your neighbor grows potatoes, and now everyone in the neighborhood has both carrots socialism. and potatoes. <laughs> socialism is not a bad word. I mean, sometimes it is, but... And not in this context. And not in this way, but... It's just like, it's just like, it's just like psychology. Anything can be disordered behavior under the right circumstances. Right. So, yeah. Um, 
What are your what are some of your interests other than your hobbies? Or are they kind of just hand in hand? Um for the most part hand in hand. A lot of if I'm not actively doing any of those hobbies that we just talked about, usually I'm listening to audiobooks as I'm cleaning. Because he doesn't doing other read things. himself. He's a um, plebe. I get migraines because I don't have proper glasses. I don't either. I just have the cheap glasses um, that they got me for in the army. <laughs> the uh, But I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. A lot of fantasy, which helps me uh, create that world that you guys are currently enjoying. Um, uh, specifically, Christopher Paolini's works. Um, uh, I'm actually about to start his sci-fi novels, and I'm really excited for that. I didn't know awesome. he wrote other books. Yeah, he has yeah. Uh, he has a sci-fi series, and he has a collection of short stories. I've read some of the short stories, and he's about to release an, a... Uh, uh, a slight he's, he's about to release a fifth book which is a collection of short stories uh, one year after the inheritance cycle and he's also releasing a special edition Barnes and Noble only um, Aragon are you like their like promoter right now or something no I'm, I'm just saying that Monetized. yeah exactly <laughs> which has 35 extra pages so if anyone's really likes the inheritance cycle it's for Ar- aragon directly aragon that book. directly yeah it's, it's it's the first book extra aragon specifically book. about murtag so if anyone i know jeremy here oh. loves murtag like on a personal level the, or um, possibly oh, okay. the uh the the new the new barnes and noble edition of the book has 35 extra pages that were originally taken out of the book that he has put back in from murtag's point of view Oh, cool. About his story specifically, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, because you can wrap it up in 35 pages. Well, <laughs> I get a little bit more info. <laughs> you get a little bit more info. Um, How do you know? Have you read it already? No. Exactly. You don't know. <laughs> 35 more pages. I still feel like it's more info. He could use the same word constantly. I don't know if you know this, but everyone just uses the same words over and over again. There are a finite amount of words. People make new words every day. Yeet. <laughs> Um, I think another thing that interests both of us, I don't know if you've gotten into it, but like ancestry and where we come from and embracing ancestry. Yeah, I'm white and I just did 23 and me. So I'm normal. Okay. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) I don't know. Have you seen the memes going around? It didn't even give him his ancestry. It came back and it said white as hell. No, have you, have you seen the memes? It was like white people love making fun of people from uh, or love uh, dissing immigrants, but then they also love doing twenty three and me things right. to figure out where they immigrated from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so silly. Yeah, like for example, like my family is from like the Scandinavian Scandinavian area and and Wales. And Wales. I have family from Wales. Yeah, so like I'm I'm interested in the Viking era right now. I've been yeah. both watching the show and doing research on it. And Hunter here also, you know. He's a heathen, so... It's true. <laughs> I am, in fact, a heathen. Yeah. I'm wearing, actually, my representation of it. I have Hogan and Moon on this finger, and then I have all the runes in order. All of them. There's a finite amount of them, and he has all of them. Dylan, there's very few runes. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> oh, it's man. a very old language. They didn't have that many options. <laughs> they made their own options, Hunter. It's not like they had to... Well, that's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Or Jeremy, what about you? Interests. Oh, my interests just go hand in hand with my hobbies. There's not, there's not really much that I'm like interested in. Well, you get you look into like medical and stuff like that. Okay, like yeah. for the entire time I've known you, you've been reading the Grey's Anatomy. That's like you'll just I'm open actually, it up. I am halfway through Grey's Anatomy right now. The the uh, original book, not 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 the not the not the really fucking terrible show. Grey's Anatomy, written by Dr. Gray. Henry Gray, I believe, um, about 
actual human anatomy. It's an absolutely amazing read if you're into medicine and stuff like that. I would recommend getting the Barnes & Noble illustrated version because oh. it's At the beautiful. same time he got that, I got the Barnes & Noble illustrated Art of War, and I was challenging Katie's cousin, and he was talking about all these new books he's reading and the things he's into. So I get, I lent him my copy, and the next time I see him, I'm gonna quiz him on it, because I because everyone in the fam everyone in Katie's family is like he's not actually reading it, so I'm gonna fucking test him in front of everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What a great guy. Yeah, like Dylan said, uh, medicine. That's really the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head that I'm interested in that isn't actually like related. turning into a hobby or something like that. Well, you do a lot of electric work. But I actually do that. Well, yeah, you do it. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, it's hard. I, I turn a lot of my interests... very good at... Wars, I guess, for me and non... I Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Wow, no, it's okay. Go ahead. You obviously wanted to talk. <laughs> the, um... It just... It just... Outbursts. The, um... You just gotta get it out, otherwise it never will. And I'll forget it almost five seconds later. I've already forgotten what I was gonna say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, um... But interest is not an actual hobby of me would be war strategies, specifically... He's planning on going to war. Yeah, no... <laughs> As a hobby of mine, global domination. <laughs> um, no, uh, but but pre twentieth century war strategies would be a really big interest of mine. Specifically pre sixteenth uh, century, um, uh, before gunpowder started having a really heavy influence yeah, on gunpowder things. Gunpowder ruined everything. It's not um, fair it, anymore. It, it did. It thoroughly changed the war. Um, and and also how the war. There was only one the entire time. It's it's just the it's continuous. on. It's continuous. Yeah. It's the continuous war of, of artificial borders. Um, it's just man so against man, man. <laughs> man. The uh, and yeah. stuff no, but specifically uh, Hannibal of Carthage is a really big. I love reading anything about his strategies. Um, and if, if anyone knows, Hannibal of Carthage is not a cannibal. Um, yeah, despite Hannibal Lecter. I heard he ate a hand one time. The <laughs> the um no, but uh, he he single-handedly brought the largest empire of the time, one of the largest empires of all time, to its hands and knees with a fraction of the same men through brilliant strategy. That's usually how it works. Yeah, that's that's. And then he was destroyed by politicians of his own nation, that's, which yeah, is another reason. Also, yeah, that's. Yeah. Which is another reason why I hate that politicians. That actually set the precedent. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> politicians killed my man Hannibal, so now I hate all politicians. <laughs> all right, what's a um, what's like a hobby or activity that you want to get into? Sword fighting. Really? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, for real. Uh, I'm totally on board with me and Hunter have gotten talked yeah, about it actually. We were talking about it when I moved back to Wilmington. Um, we're gonna get actually uh, like axe fighting. I want to get. Yeah. So um, uh, we're gonna, going back to the Viking Age. Going stuff. back to the Viking Age stuff. Yeah, we're we're gonna get um. We are gonna get full uh full sparring gear and get back into it because I really miss doing martial arts. Yeah. Actually, just beating the shit out of each other. That's what I miss. Yeah. Sparring remember when we remember remember when we were sparring with the bamboo without any sparring gear and we would every single day would have bruises everywhere. Eventually we broke the bamboo on each other. Jesus. I don't know if you know how much dried bamboo can hurt. It's a lot. Yeah. It's almost like they make sparring gear with those. Yeah. Yeah. Kindo sticks. Kindo sticks, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So sword fighting. Yeah. Or just really just any really just old age combat. Yeah. Anything not using guns. Guns are lazy. I mean, I also like to shoot guns. Uh, yeah, I, totally I, I enjoy I enjoy shooting guns. However, you cannot spar with guns. Well, I guess it's the airsoft is. Or but you can do uh like sim rounds. Sim rounds are not games. Woo! Those are games. Both of us have been shot with sim rounds. It's not a game. It's a game. It's not a game. You made up. <laughs> it was not a fun game. Hey, it's a game you don't want to lose, right? <laughs> That's valid. It's a very big risk reward scenario. <laughs> Weigh your pros and cons. Hurt friend. Get hurt by friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I also want to get into like prepping and stuff like that. Not hard like doomsday prepping, but casual prepping. Yeah, back, back to non. Talking about you, casual preppers. Back to, back to non lethal rounds though. I'd much rather get hit by a sim round again than pepper sprayed because that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, was terrible. I'd rather be tased than pepper sprayed. Absolutely. Tasing is immediate. Tasing pepper sprays forever. I got tased like seven times by him in like a three-week period. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I've been a, a built up a tolerance. Yeah. My heart's okay with it now. Plus, I used to when I was... My mom told me... <laughs> my mom told me that when I was young, I used to take a fork, run over to the outlet, and shove it in the outlet because I like the... That's what's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would get shocked, fall down, and start laughing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That explains. Are you sure you're human? So much. <laughs> I'm really not. So yeah. So I think you and you and you and Dylan are. Do you have any other? If you yeah. If you decide. Do you have any other ones? I really want to get back into diving. I. I want to get into diving too. I actually do. I mean, because I think a lot of us. I think a lot of us are just gonna have overlapping answers for this We're question. We're pretty much the same people. The, um, yeah. We are therefore the same hand. Yeah. <laughs> even even when I wasn't using the full scuba gear and I was still living in Wilmington with you and we would we would do free diving for salvage at the inlet like that was a lot of fun and I would find knives and stuff and wonder why I've never cut myself yeah we could bring you to the spot where a lot of things get deposited like a knife with dried blood on it fuck yeah yeah and I'm like why is this here why have we not stepped on it like this is safe yeah I like literally dive down oh and then the and and then the flounder that wouldn't leave us alone yeah he kept wanting to come back that's fine. I tried to gig him with the knife. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the octopi that was stuck in a tide pool. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Wow. Who almost oh, stole my net. My octopi are incredibly strong. I want you all to know that. Yeah. Unimaginably strong. Yeah. yeah. We could do a whole episode on just octopi. Really I would could. love that. That would take a lot of research, but if you guys want to help, we could totally do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I used, I used to work with them at the Fort Fisher Aquarium. Your viewers would be like, what the hell? I mean, this podcast is a mixed format. It doesn't actually have anything that going for it. Do you have... Okay, well, we'll talk about it after. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Do you have any other ones besides... I think you guys covered them. Oh, uh, actually, I really want to get into... Um, oh, here we go. I'm calling the f- damn flight administration. Exactly. I really want to get into... Um, he wants to blow himself up in the air. Into non-licensed um, or unlicensed aviation. So paramor- paramotors, paragliding, things like that. License he wants to get into it, but he doesn't have the money for it. Gyro, um, no, uh, gyrocopters. That's licensed. Not, no, it's not. Gyrocopters is not as long. Uh, there are certain classifications. The uh, the the lesser ones, like the the one to three thousand dollar kits, are not licensed because they don't get above the the flight regulation height. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to check that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, unlicensed, unlicensed. Uh, I would actually really like to get a private pilot's license. Um, I have a guy that really off- I have a guy that offered me a discount. My uncle and, actually teaches classes. Wilmington. He has yeah. a guy, Hunter. Oh, he already has a guy. I, I have a guy a, too. Yeah. I don't have a guy. We both have guys. Yeah. I mean, I've jumped from airplanes. Does I, made, that count? I made a lot of contacts when I was working as. A- I would not do that. I absolutely would not skydive. Okay. Have you bungee jumped before? Yes. No. Okay, so the difference between bungee jumping and... I have the, the feeling is different. I have fallen, like, lead climbing before and took, like, a 20-foot fall. Right, so you know that feeling that you yeah. don't like? The reason that that happens is because your body goes from nothing to free fall instantly, or it builds right. that and up. And then the moment it, so it like... But the, the problem with, or the difference between that and jumping from a plane is you never have time to feel that feeling because you go from the speed to the speed so fast like you're already moving fast in the plane your body physically cannot recognize the feeling and fast enough for you to feel it that's why i can jump from a plane without no problem but i am terrified of falling from some point that i'm standing i'm only 
I am more I am almost always only scared of heights on man-made buildings. If it is something natural like a mountain or something like, like that. Like rock or something. Like rock, I feel fine. The rock has been there millions of no, years. No, yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> if I'm like if I'm out bouldering or something at like an actual boulder, bouldering. I'm cool. Even though it'd be like more dangerous to fall onto like a crash pad or something yeah. because if your spotters aren't good or something whatever, that's a whole big thing. But yeah, I'm actually less scared to fall and climb on an actual boulder than I am at the gym. Like if I top out on a wall at the gym and I have to like let, like I match my hands on the top hold and then I have to jump back down, I'm like, I hesitate every time. Uh, I guess on that same note of climbing, I want to get back into parkour or free running. Uh, like when it took, like when I was, when we were still hanging out with Makai, Dylan, it took me eight hours to do a backflip off a, off a bench of us just sitting in the park and me just standing with my heels off the edge of the bench and I just couldn't bring myself. Yeah, I couldn't bring myself to make the flip. It wasn't really eight hours. It was probably like two. It was definitely a a significant amount of time though. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was a fair amount of time of me with my heels just off the back of that bench and I could not bring myself to do that flip. I eventually did and I busted my ass, but I got up there and I kept doing after that first one. Yeah, after that first one, you're good. It's like every time I go to the gym to climb, it's that first fall. That first top out, like your warm up climb, you let go, you fall off the wall, and then you're good after that. Yeah. Do you just let go on purpose now? Does your body let you? Yeah. Yeah, I can totally, I can totally, I can get to the top of something and just let go. If I'm on an auto belay, I can't do it because they're terrifying because you actually have to, <laughs> you have to, you have to fall a little distance before they kick in and start lowering you slowly. Yes. Yeah, so you're 20 feet up the fucking wall and you have to, you, you like, you know, you're going to fall <laughs> before the thing catches you. And I'm right. just like, it's going to fuck up. It's gonna fuck I'm going to die. It's going to fuck up. This is it. This is where the world ends. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay. Um, you've been listening to Sidewalk Confessionals. Happy listening and have a nice day.